On the show, Port Adelaide have dominated the Crows for a second week straight. So with a fortnight until the season starts, have Adelaide hit rock bottom? We start our countdown of the top 10 press box moments, plus the Fletch tapes are revealed. Looking forward to it. That's all coming up next on the press box. A great welcome to you to the Press Box once again. Episode 90. Can you believe it? We're into the nervous 90s and we're going to be excited to bring you plenty of special highlights from when we have a, a top 10 segment coming up very soon of the best moments of the Press Box. Getting to that, but Dale Fletcher's here, Sam Tugwell's here, and Jace Kemp is not no- here. A noticeable <laughs> absentee. Have you got the crickets, Tuggers? Have you got the crickets? I uh, haven't. Oh, dearie me. Can you believe it? Last week into the show, he said, he actually said, if you go back to the end of last episode, his words were, I'll be here, boys. I said, if you put, if you had a multi, uh, or uh, what was the odds of uh, Jace Kemp um, being on every episode for, or during the 90s, during our top 10 countdown, which is coming uh, up a bit later on, uh, uh, he's like, yeah, nah. And uh, he was right. He was. <laughs> was I just. I, I think he knew. He must have known something that we didn't. Well, let's be honest, and we're going to be total transparent. It is Tuesday, the 9th of March. It is the day after. In fact, it's exactly 24 hours, pretty much after he stepped off the decks from the Adelaide <laughs> Cup DJ set that he did, which is just hilarious because it's got some stories attached to it, which we're going to bring to you later in the podcast. <laughs> so yet again. Even though, even though we basically said thanks for your services, hopefully we don't have to t- see you again too soon because hopefully the team's going to stick around for a little bit together. We have to reintroduce after one week off the great Jack Hudson back to the show. I <laughs> know, <laughs> he's back. Super <laughs> sub, best off. I was worried, boys. I was like, have the ratings dropped? Oh, <laughs> you just need me back. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, oh, of course, the podcast is all thanks to the Inner Sanctum. Go there for all your Australian sports coverage done better. InnerSanctum.com.au. Welcome back, Jack. Um, Yeah, it's good to have you back, but I can't believe we had to bring you back so quickly. Yeah, look, I'm not surprised. Um, I, I expected to be back uh, quickly. Um, didn't expect this quickly. So, um, yeah, thanks, Kempi. Um, I think I'm catching you on the all-time uh, press box appearances record. <laughs> so, very excited. Oh, so, we, we mentioned before that we're going to be basically bringing a whole lot of... Um, from not, Well, let's, let's say now, the, the top... Um, 10 moments from the press box of all time. According to us. According to or us. According to you and I, Sam, yeah, because well, Jason <laughs> hasn't had any input. Because <laughs> you're not here. Not yet. <laughs> um, but over from episode 90 all the way up to 100, we're going to be counting down the best bits. So uh, looking forward to doing that starting today. And it is a very relevant one today. Extremely newsworthy, extremely yes. relevant. And uh, I would uh, keep listening because uh, you, you'll be in stitches. <laughs> it's a little bit further on in the show. But um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm really upset that Jace hasn't made it today like I'm really upset about this because it's day one of of many weeks worth of just exciting content about you D Fletcher <laughs> it is uh the uh the Fletch tapes will be revealed they've uh, been dusted off and uh just to throw Kempy under the bus again uh Kempy's uh put it on um Instagram he's like oh, I can I can I can make the tapes a reality. I can I can get it done. He has. He has. Oh, oh, here's the machine. Channel ten. Yep. No worries. Uh, I'm like, okay. Well, when do you want to drop the tape off? Yep. Uh, yep. Okay. Yep. All, all sorted. Uh, 
got to last Friday. I'm like, whoa, we're pushing the proverbial mm. up the you-know-whats, uh, Jace. He's like, oh, but uh, can you? And uh, obviously we, uh, the time it didn't work out. And uh, again, Gunner. Kemp just <laughs> failed miserably. <laughs> so luckily, Tuggers had uh, Plan B, which pretty much would have uh, it was Plan A all along. It was Plan A, uh, pretty much. And uh, Tuggers, uh, give, give him a shout out because not uh, have to. Um, because he's he's you are the reason, mate. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, we are, we were saved by a great man who, and this is the best part about it. I got a message from this person the morning of like I'm waking up and he's already listened to the press box and he's already messaged me to say uh I have got a solution for your tape if you need me to do it um it was like it was like 8 a.m or 7 30 in the morning of the day after we recorded so it was amazing a big shout out to Leighton Ashwell I mean he does a lot of stuff with the Crows um, highlights and, and historical archival stuff um he's been currently cutting up a lot of Graham Corns's VHS stuff so we can use it for um, archival things. I think Graham wanted to too. So it's amazing that he's happened to be listening to us. Um, he's had a bit to do with the Crowject podcast in the past, um, which is sort of the connection. So I'll really, really pumped that he could come through for us Mate, and deliver. So three votes. A massive, three massive votes. thank you to Leighton. No, yeah, that... no, thanks a lot, mate. Yeah, well done. Um... <laughs> Stitched him up hard. <laughs> Love it. That, oh, dear. That, that's me. outstanding. I guess he won't be too busy this year if it's Crow's highlights that he's coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had to go there. But no, oh, we're, we're looking oh, at uh, what is a very exciting segment. It's going to be part of the show for now, probably the next four to five weeks, I reckon. We've got enough content for the next four or five Depends weeks. Depends how long you want to milk it, Tuggers, because it is your show. Well, it? no, it's not, because it's all about you. <laughs> it is all about Dale Fletcher. The Fletch tapes have landed. <laughs> it's going to be called the Media Odyssey. <laughs> because it was from 2001, which is... Uh, and, geez, the... Uh, this is probably... This is frightening. Well, it is because... Uh, I'm, I'm scared. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> anxious. Oh, dear. 2001 is when these uh, this tape was filmed. It was recorded, edited, packaged, and developed. And now they've resurfaced in 2021. Mm. 20 years on from your... Was it some of your first media work? Yeah, straight from... Uh, At a media school? Yeah, straight, for, straight from straight from college, yeah. So graduated year 12, 1999, and 2000 and 2001, uh, two years at uh, Catherine Dean School of Media and Performing Arts, and this is the final result of it all. Well, it's a clip each week. We'll release them slowly. We'll drip feed them. They're going to be on our socials as well. I see Jack is just pumped to be here for this. <laughs> is like, it, is I've it, never seen a man so highly anticipating is it, a moment on a podcast. Is it, is it video clips? Is it audio clips? Or is it just clips to my jaw? Because <laughs> I'm getting clipped badly, I reckon. The, the, this is weird. The Fletch tapes on the Sam Tugwell show. I don't know oh, where to look. All right. Let's get stuck on it. This is the very first clip. It's from a show called Sports Talk. That's T-O-R-Q-U-E. If you go on our if socials at Pressbox EP, the screenshots are there of just a couple of, um, of basically Dale's headshots and, 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 the, and the intro page to the, to, the, to the show. And um, 
and we've got about 30 minutes of content from that show and then there's another hour's worth of just other stuff that you're sort of sprinkled in as well. Oh, so yes, just to set is. it up, that's what it is. We'll be putting each little video clip onto our socials too so you can enjoy what was 2001 Dale Fletcher. So let's set the scene. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the intro to Sports Talk. It goes for about a minute and a half. It's you and somebody else you're about to welcome. You're in the seats of West Lakes at uh, Football Park yep, in the, 2001. The new Northern Grandstand, which is now rubble. <laughs> and this is what played out. Ow, ow, ow. Welcome to Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dale Fletcher, and for the next 30 minutes, we'll take you behind the scenes into the inner sanctum of sport, where you, the supporter, will explore the confronting issues involved in today's sporting world. As I introduce my co-host, Corey Norris. Corey, how are you going? Yeah, very well, thanks, Dale. I'm actually glad that I'm under the cover of the new stand here at Football Park. The weather out there is looking quite ominous. But what another exciting show we've got today. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, today's show should be great. We explore the issue of white line fever, the effect of crippling knee injuries has on sports people, and we catch up with the Adelaide 36ers as they prepare for the 2002 NBL season. And former Port Adelaide rookie Ben Hollands will join us to discuss the rise of rookies in the AFL. But first to a subject that has caused much debate, the role of women in professional sport has grown over the past 10 years, and Sports Talk's Natalie Capriotti caught up with some of South Australia's leading sportswomen just to find out if professional women's sport is for the skill or just for the sex appeal? <laughs> oh, that's a leading story! <laughs> what? What? That's your top story? <laughs> skill or the sex appeal? Who wrote that? Me! <laughs> that's your top story. Oh. On Sports Talk. It's a current affair. It was a current affair. <laughs> the current affair of the... Desert. We've just had International Women's Day. People are still talking about it. You're kidding me. Oh, oh dear That's God. 20 years ago. Uh, right. First thing, uh, let's talk royalties. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. When I come up with the name of your website, <laughs> when you're five, <laughs> I, think you th I think the conversation should be the other way around. In a sanctum of sport. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Well, I thought uh, Hutto would have fallen off his chair or something, but it just took it in his stride. I'm just trying to take it all in. <laughs> <laughs> um, who, would have, who would have thought in 2001 that would actually be such a relevant grab in 2021? 20, <laughs> Except, yeah, maybe the ending, maybe not so much. <laughs> you know, you got to watch the whole project. Well, we'll put it up. We'll put it up on uh, socials mm. and you can have a little watch of the story. But that wasn't the interesting bit. The interesting bit was you and Corey Norris. Channel, Channel 9's. 9's. Channel 9 Melbourne's very own. You were alongside Corey Norris and Channel 9. He did the media school with you. He did, yeah. We were in there a couple of years. So it was uh, fantastic. And uh, he's the he's the news anchor on the, on the, on the Fletch tapes, which uh, <laughs> may, may, or may or not rear its uh, ugly head. But last week, Tuggers, I promised Corey Norris would be on the press box this week. You did. And uh, I've come through. You have. I have come through. Well, we're about to get him on the show, and that's exciting because mm. Corey's a ripper bloke. We know him very well. He's um he's basically 
he's kicking massive goals over in Melbourne. He did a lot of work here in Adelaide, then chipped off to Victoria and has just been a, a, a massive star. He now anchors, I think, a bit of their sport over there on Nine News. So yeah, On the weekends, yep. Yep, so he's, he's really doing some great things. But Adelaide, born and bred, came from uh, humble beginnings alongside Dale Fletcher at Westlake's <laughs> on Sports Talk, <laughs> but also did a whole bunch of other things on that tape, which we are excited to be able to bring to you now, um, we're going to clip some bits up. Yes. Here's, here's a little <laughs> listen. Corey Norris, the very established Corey Norris, journalist at Nine News in Melbourne. Some of his best work from uh, his media school time in 2001. I'm here in Lee Street in the city, out in front of Adelaide's new dance institution, Ozdance. Now you know how much I love dancing, so let's take a look at what Ozdance has to offer. And now onto some footballers that did that little extra for the team. When you recall matches from the 70s and the 80s, it's the brawls that stick out in everyone's mind. Well, I caught up with some guys that were involved in brawls from football in yesteryear. Ashley Grimes, KDS News. Yes, I love the Christmas pageant and I'll certainly be in the front row again this year. Oh, I know, Corey. You know it's Christmas, you know it's that time of year when you see all the decorations in Rundle Mall. Yes, I love them. It looks really great. And that brings us to the end of this news for Monday the 15th of October. I'm Corey Norris. And I'm Sandra Forte. Good night. Good night. Wow. Well, I feel like that's a horrible way to introduce our special guest onto the press box for the very first time. He's now a friend of the show, but he may unfriend us. Corey Norris oh, from Nine, how are you? Oh, that, that was horrendous. <laughs> uh, when Dale rang me last week to say, would I, he said, do you want to come on and uh, talk about that his sports show that he produced 20 years ago that I just happened to be a part of? And, uh, it was good of him to let me be a part of it too because I was just a shy country lad uh, 20 years ago and Dale certainly <laughs> took the lead on on this front. And uh, so, can blame Dale for this entire production. Um, <laughs> how, yes. how bad was it? Well, the, uh, the audio... The that, audio... that wasn't me. Sure, yeah, yeah, the audio was bad. I wouldn't the want to audio sound, it sounds is a lot better, trust me, than the vision. The vision isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wow. I, I, I don't uh, have a great memory, but so 20 years ago, I'm struggling. But uh, if I remember rightly, we were broken up into little groups and set the task of producing a uh, was it a 20 minute TV show? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, yeah, and to be recorded on <laughs> VHS. It, it, it was it was three half hour TV shows. Oh. Yeah. There, was, there the was the newsman, the anchorman, Corey Norris, yeah, right. too. Yeah, Beautiful yeah. anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, <laughs> I think I think the brief was uh, we had to produce little news and the current affairs shows, but uh, Fletch was having none of that. He was going to be a part of any show that <laughs> wasn't about sport. Um, and uh, I think we were given a couple of days to come up with some creative names for our for our little shows. And um, I think Fletch, after about two minutes, said, "I've got it! I've got it! <laughs> Sports talk." And I, think, I think my response was. Yeah, mate, that's that's, yeah, that's really original. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Fletch fires back with, no, no, not T-A-L-K, but T-O-R-Q-U-E. That'll get him. So um, that was that was Fletch's um, little TV little TV show, and I think we we did we hire out Amy Amy Stadium or Footy Park, or whatever it was back then. Yeah, and we um, we were at Footy Park for a whole up. day. <laughs> How do you get Footy Park for a whole day? How does it take us a whole day to come up with that? <laughs> Great question. Also, trust me, we needed it. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, but yeah, that's the uh, yeah, sport talk. Um, very witty name. But <laughs> I, I, I remember. Um, 
I remember you you got really filthy with me one day because I, <laughs> so I, I think you, we had to have variety, you know, with this show, and you wanted it to be um, all about the West Adelaide Bearcats. You wanted a you wanted a full <laughs> twenty minute segment on the West Adelaide Bearcats, and I had to sort of pull you aside and politely remind you that uh, the West Adelaide Bearcats weren't the greatest, wasn't the greatest sporting organisation in the Southern Hemisphere, but you you uh, tried to convince everyone that. The West Adelaide Bearcats were the B.O. Endall, but um, I think we got you around. And then it was um, a bit of Port... I think you did your, your Port Adelaide um, stuff there, didn't you? Um, I'm not sure who else we... we oh, the, uh, Michael Wilson. The... Michael Wilson. We got Michael Wilson on because he, yeah, right. he did his knee and we got some people on that did their Jeez, knees. exclusive and a... stuff there. <laughs> Imagine the, uh, the riveting, hard-hitting question I'll tell you what, that uh, was... Wilbur would have faced. <laughs> It was it was exclusive because it was this was it this was this was before (laughs) (laughs) it's actually quite funny because it's gone from VHS to the computer edited back onto VHS and now back onto the computer it's jumped three times now Mm. so uh, but Wilbur was exclusive because this is the world before media managers and all that rubbish. Went straight to and, the man. And, and my mum knew Wilbur's grandma, and I just cold called him, and there we go. Wow. Exclusive. Wow. So it was exclusive. So you had Ben Hollands as well up in one of the boxes. And, uh, he's... Oh, the great Benny Hollands, yes. yeah. yeah. One, he come off we and won a medal. We didn't have to, we didn't have to, uh, we didn't have to go far, too far to get Benny Hollands on the line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How'd you get him? He might have been in the same class as us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah we dug deep, didn't we? Um, but you were bloody happy with it by... My memory serves me correct. Um, you were really happy with it. And look, we didn't, 20 years ago, there was no platforms like YouTube to, <laughs> for people to see our, our work. Um, <laughs> Global and trending yeah, it would have yeah. been. We didn't have, we didn't have YouTube. Otherwise it would have been, obviously it would have been, it would have gone viral. But um, <laughs> it would have been a huge hit um, and we would be mega rich. Um, but, but Dale was so happy with it. I kid you not. He was convinced that he could pitch sports talk to the three commercial networks. (laughs) Now, Fletch, I feel like the reason we're pulling this tape out is purely for you to bask in your own glory of the days where no one saw this vision. Apparently it's this good. And and clearly it's not. (laughs) Clearly it's not. Hey, me, me, me. (laughs) I thought it was quite all right. We're going to uncover more of this over the weeks to come. That's the, the best bit. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> not, not your work. We've had enough of ditching you. But it's, it's, it's Dale's work that we need to just put a spotlight on. It's not Flash. And and their haircut, too, we're going to see is not Flash <laughs> oh, either. Blonde t- Do you remember Blonde Tips, Corey Norris? Uh, blonde Tips? Well, that was to cover the little skunk patch that he had. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, That's yeah, true. no. I think the blonde tips, uh, that, that were the go. That were the go back then. Now, um, Corey, you've come a long way, mate. You're in. Uh, you're now in Channel 9 Melbourne, is that right? And you're right. Uh, yeah, look, you're, you're, on screen, you're on screen. You're on screen. You're on the desk. It's amazing. Yeah, sorry. yeah no, it's good. We're, um, enjoy- I've been over in Melbourne now for 10 years, but, but loving it, mate. Uh, certainly, um, yeah, you're right. I have come a, a little way since the days <laughs> of... Uh, Sports talk and whatever, whatever it was called over there. <laughs> if it wasn't for sports <laughs> talk, mate, you never oh, know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, but that was our, that was our, you know, little foray into uh, sports media. Good. But uh, uh, how? Did, why did you agree to do the story 
on the dancers that we heard, the, the dance oh, studio. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't remember. Oh, Oz dance. Oz dance. What? You're, you're, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's part of the part of this like artsy artsy show you put in the middle. Now, before we let you go, Corey, because uh, we know you're a busy man, I've got to ask you the question: What was the relationship between you and Dale back in 2001? Like, were you good mates? What were you like? Look, um. Well, you could imagine a, a media school, and this wasn't a, you know, like a lot of, most journos in Adelaide um, go through the uh, the right channels, <laughs> which, is, which is university, but uh, this, was a, this was a school that was for the, for the real elitist. <laughs> Cr- creme de la creme. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, look, the school lasted about five years. <laughs> um, but uh, no, look, and the ratio of... Um, I don't know what the university ratio was, but uh, certainly the Catherine Dean School of Media. I think we, Dale and I might have been the only two blokes in the course. And Benny Holmes. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mate, he just dropped in for a, every couple of days anyway. Yes. He wasn't serious. Yes. Um, but I think we were the only two blokes that completed the course and with yep. about uh, maybe a dozen or so um, very attractive ladies. So you can imagine <laughs> back then... Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good reason for Dale and I to continue to rock up every morning. We didn't miss a class, I don't think. No, we didn't no. miss a class. So. <laughs> well, it sounds like you two grew to love each other because, unfortunately, there is only one last little bit of audio we have to play, which I think is probably the best bit of audio we'll find in the next couple of weeks. Oh, no. Just, <laughs> just, it's some, only, it's cheesy, only, some cheesy sign-off. It's only seven seconds, but it's the best seven seconds you'll hear. Dale Fletcher, this is your life. Dale Fletcher, you're a joke. <laughs> you guys are great mates. <laughs> was, was that an outtake, hopefully? There's, there's, <laughs> hopefully. There, there's a bloopers package at the end. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, there, there is. And that's, that's the best of the rest. Oh. That's uh, sensational. But no, nah, well, we, we got a house they're, on fire. There's bloopers for the blooper. <laughs> <laughs> The whole thing's a blooper. <laughs> How can you have bloopers? And that's what we're about to find out over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Corey, I apologise for the Twitter post we're about to put up with an old photo of you, but uh, it's just to promote oh, that no. you're on the great show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the great show. <laughs> Please uh, tag away, retweet. Uh, <laughs> 20 years on, we will be global and trending. Oh, goodness. It, mate, it should have been a podcast. <laughs> we'll bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> Would have been better we, for you well, guys we, without we, pictures. We'd have, to, we'd have to get a bit more creative than sport talk. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to call it like the press box or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Jeez, uh, well, we'll clip that up and use that somewhere. No, Corey Norris <laughs> from Channel Nine, mate. You've come a long way from 2001. We thank you for your company on the show today. A, a little piece of history uh, alongside Dale Fletcher. We're very happy to enjoy. We thank you for your time. It was fun, boys. Thanks for having me. Corey Norris there from Channel 9. Corey, oh. fantastic to have him. I mean... As I told you. You, you came through. <laughs> I, I See, when I when I promise something, I deliver. Yeah, I don't. Did. I just don't go missing or stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I deliver. And, uh, and uh, Corey, thanks, Matt. The, the bus. Ooh. That <laughs> was what... a big bus across <laughs> me. Oh, I like how the subtle drive-bys come from Fletch after he's just unveiled that. <laughs> The man hasn't even hit puberty in these tapes, and he's just gone absolutely nuts on Kemp again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut this up again. Oh, we're gonna use this many times, I think. Dale Fletcher, you're a joke. <laughs>
just so cool. Oh, oh, yeah. Some of his best work there in the corridor. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and you can uh, find a, a, a horrible photo of him on Twitter as well, which I think we've posted as well for uh, joining us on the show, Corey. Thanks for doing so. Um, now, sorry, so, sorry, mate. Just, yeah. so, just apologize <laughs> profusely. Uh, we've spent plenty of time on the Fletch tapes. I'm sure it'll be a little less each week, but uh, we had to start it with a bang. <laughs> Let's get into some sport, boys. Uh, it has been a uh, a big week in football. Preseason footy has started and finished all on the same weekend. There's only one week of it, but it means that the Premiership season is not too far away. But uh, you guys had a very enjoyable weekend. Um, did it? Only started for one of the clubs in South Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute murder that was. A murder of crows. Absolutely oh, at Norlunga. we were geez. smashed. Gee, it was it was horrible to Wasn't watch. It? How about the stat? Horrible. How about how about the stat? <laughs> oh, it was For horrible us, to yeah. watch. Oh, As a spectacle, it was horrible. But uh, how about the stat? Port Adelaide, one hundred ninety marks. Yeah. Adelaide Crows, one hundred sixty-two kicks. Port marked it more than you kicked it. <laughs> the sad part was. Gee, whiz. did you know it was an AFL record? So the record, yeah. so so we found out halfway through the game in our call that. Uh, the record was 2006, round eight, Richmond, 181 marks against Adelaide. And we were realising that about third quarter in, we were going, Porter on track here. They're going to beat the record <laughs> for the most ever marks in a game of football. Now, I don't know if preseason counts, yep. but you you guys just absolutely destroyed us with uncontested ball. It, it was weird to watch, and Alir Alir probably had about fifty uh, percent of those marks because they just kept kicking it to him. Yeah, dead set. If Alir Alir was a crow's forward, he'd kick a hundred goals every year. <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually quite impressed with the uh, the school Port Adelaide skills because yeah, that that's, that was usually my knock on them. You know, you can get the ball, but you just don't don't hit a target. Well, it was just it was just flying around like uh, dare I say it, a training drill, and it pretty much was. Well, Matthew Lloyd came out and said that the crows looked like witches' hats. Now mm. that is probably the ultimate uh, insult. Yeah, yep. insult, absolutely, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And he's not wrong. Like it was just horrible. And the thing is, Port's youth again just shone brightly, and the crows' youth fell flat. Like I know, obviously, there's different levels of experience, but it looks grim. Like I'm worried for Chase Jones. I'm seriously worried for Chase Jones. He um he's one of the few players I think young that. I mean, he's one of the few in the list of players that the Crows have picked up in recent years which just haven't been out of fire. Mm. I mean, we, Jordan Gallucci's already dropped off the list. There's a few other question marks on others that just go, why haven't we recruited well enough? Are they really the best recruits now? There's still time for him, but he, he's got question marks as a few have as well. But I do want to mention... There's a few more than Jones, just quietly. That's what I mean. I don't want to say the names because I feel like there's a lot of players in this group right now which could have question marks on them. But it's such a tough time. I mean, mm. they're the youngest team in the comp. You've got to give them the time. You, you do, but you'd expect a bit more than like those sorts of stats getting smashed. Like They've had that development year last year. They should be showing signs of improving. And I didn't see any of those signs on Sunday. It was quite disappointing, like because you want like as much as I as a Port fan would mm. enjoy seeing the Crows down the foot of the ladder. Like you want to see them competitive because, like I'm saying, showdowns are the best spectacle going around. Love mm. a good showdown, but Port are going to dominate showdowns for about the next three to four years at this rate, and it's just going to be like no contest because what ten goals at Alberton, twelve goals this week. 
just embarrassing. And yes, it probably was hard to single, single out Chase Jones, but he's probably the one copying the most comparison. Yeah, of course. Because he was picked ahead of Dersma and Butters. you got to remember this is yeah. bottom versus top. Yeah, as oh, well. Absolutely. And, it, and it's a preseason game where the foot might not be on the pedal as hard, but that's kind of the worrying thing maybe for Adelaide, <laughs> where that, their opposition is cruising in a preseason game when they don't have to put the foot down, yeah, where percentages actually matter. And the thing is, you want to be fighting for spots. That's the thing is, mm. like, there is endless opportunities. You don't want, like, A lot of these blokes look like they've just been guaranteed spots. The Crows midfield's way too one-dimensional. It's the same sort of players in there. Defence, that's rough because they had, what, their three best defenders out. Yeah. So you mm. can't really critique that. But the forward line, if you're still relying on Tex Walker to kick three goals, that's a problem. Yeah, massive, massive issues. And uh, to think if uh, Port Adelaide actually kicked straight yeah. In, yeah, the, in, in, in the first half, there was some absolute... There was real real John Butchers out there. For the first <laughs> don't don't, and, don't and, diss the Butch. Love that man. And shout out to Stephen Motlop with probably uh, one of the worst set shots at goal <laughs> for the season, but... <laughs> Hello. It wasn't. It wasn't the worst shot at goal for the, even that match. Oh, no, which is the remarkable thing. Poor old Jimmy Rowe, right in front of goals. Right in front of goals. Absol- He's a dead eye dick, isn't he? Yeah, dead eye- hitting the post yeah. from that. Yeah, absolutely nails the post on the goal line. Yeah, that, unfortunate. That just spelt the day for the it Crows. It's like I felt sorry for the lad to an extent. No. <laughs> it was just that's not what you want to see. So on the back of that result, and it's only a preseason game. But it's now two absolute smashings in the preseason, and it is against Port Adelaide, probably the top premiership contender right now. Is it still is it is it rock bottom for the Crows? Have they is this their lowest ebb that they've hit in their history, or has there been worse? Um, they, if you head into round one today, is this the lowest point Adelaide have hit? Well, uh, you boys probably weren't alive, but the Robert Shaw days were. Pretty low. You're probably both uh, vomiting and and pooing in nappies when uh, that that was happening. The Robert Shaw era was quite uh, pitiful, but uh, at least the Crows still won games. Like there, there's games. That if you um, put the Crows up this year, uh, are you tipping the Crows in any game this no. year against, against anyone? No. Well, you, uh, missed Last the, year, Sam Tugwell missed the donut zero. Yeah, and I, I said I said three, and I uh, I got. Closer, but, uh, <laughs> but are you tipping the Crows in any game right now against no. anyone? No. At the moment, no. But I want to see what it's like in round one. If I'm going at the moment, no. On current form, they will not win a game, mm. which is massive considering North Melbourne's axed half their list and they still actually look relatively competitive against Hawthorne. Like, obviously, they're two... They 80 so- points. Like. Yeah. That's a good score, even mm. though you've lost by 40 points. You've given it a crack. The Crows have really struggled. And the worst part is the messaging that's come out is we've developed so much. We're improving so fast. Mm. The culture is great. Everyone's having fun. And yet, that's what's dished up two weeks in a row. And you just... I'm worried. I'm a little bit scared. I am I mean, fingers are crossed that... And, and I am hopeful that we can get better and I want to be able to tip them a little bit against some teams this year. I know it's not realistic to expect wins, but you want to hope that you can get some against the bottom teams perhaps and get yourself slowly working your way up. But right now, it's just average. I think it's not it's not physical. I think it's all mental. Uh, I I believe because you know it's a it's a young list. You know you need you need those players, good players playing 
which uh, as a youngster coming through, uh, you grow that extra foot taller. Like, oh, if Daniel Talia is next to me, I, I, I'm going to feel a little bit more bulletproof. You know, if, mm. if Jake Kelly's there, you know, if Tom Duday's there, if, you know, if, if our three key defenders are there, uh, you know, I'm going to take the game on a bit more because, you know, we've got, uh, you know, players at the back that, you know, can uh, uh, elite defenders that can that can stop it if, you know, if we turn it over. Mm. So uh, they've got to get the... the the Crows have to get the best uh, players with the spine uh, out on the park. So Talia Dude and Kelly have mm. to play. Yeah. Um, so if, if, if those three play at Norlunga, totally different story for mine. But here's the thing on that too, in, in, re- in response, is that the defending is great. That's fine. You, you're going to have to propel the ball back out of your, your 50, defensive 50 at some point. But they won the centre bounce clearances like quite well they were dominant there in the center for the first time in a year because they couldn't do it very much last year at all that was one of their main issues they started winning the ball at the source which was great but then they turned it over 60 odd times in the match which then turned into you know another 10 goals or something in return and because the defense wasn't there it didn't help but you can't turn the ball over after you've won it so Mm. many times it felt like every time we had the footy we were slow with it and then we'd kick it straight to a Port Adelaide jumper and it was just so frustrating. It was weird to watch because, yeah, it was like quite heavily one side in the midfield. Um, and Rob is an amazing ruckman. He is. He, he's a terrific ruckman, and I honestly think he's the Crows' best player. And uh, that was, right now, well, he's a club uh, champion. Club, club champion. So, yeah. Um, as well as other youngsters, as well. I was going to ask: Is the are the Crows heading down the similar path to what Melbourne did when they went through their rough patch? The youngsters are stagnating. Mm. The senior players aren't exactly standing up. Are they in a that bad of a rut that they could not see finals for a decade mm. because their development doesn't look good? I would hope not. You would think not, but there's, you know, you think of the next two or three years, uh, Texas is going to retire, you know, Rory Sloan is going to retire, uh, Talia's, what, 29? Way, Lynch. Yep. Tom Lynch as well. Matt Crouch in about four or five as well could yeah. end early or leave. And who stands up in that time? Yeah. Who stands up when those players are gone? There is no one grabbing that mantle. There's, you know, Tom Duday's the next leader, the, the big captain on the way, which is great, but there aren't enough names that you can throw up in the air and say, these are going to be your leaders. And I'd like to think there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of kids right now, they're building a culture that people want to come to, they can gravitate towards with, with maybe new players as well from the outside and they can build something. And that's what they're saying. They're building this. They're on a journey. That's the messaging that's coming mm. out. But are we on the same boat with the team? Are we willing to go on that journey and be patient? That's the question. I don't know if every fan is going to be as easily patient. We want to enjoy the time the kids are out there, but it's tough to suffer losses, you know, for you know 90% of the season. And I think some of those players as well from that game against Port shouldn't be seeing the AFL side for the first three to four weeks. Mm. Who I want to see is Tarek Newchurch. Oh, he's I exciting. I am watching that highlight package because mm, yeah. he's, he's just a buzz. It, he's He will be the Crows' next most marketable player if they play their cards right. If there's no Miller, why not play him? Yeah, give him a crack. He's what, the speedy option. You, you're playing Geelong in round one. You're going to lose. That's a given. That's <laughs> yeah. just the facts of it. Ooh, that could be in the multi. No? No. What's that <laughs> going to add to the multi? Yeah, yeah no. It's on the one. <laughs> yeah. Just go with him because he's that exciting. Mm. Like he, like he will be. And I said this on Twitter um, the other day. He will be the name or the number on the back of so many kids' guernseys in the future. 
because he does bring that excitement. Well, that, that's what I was going to say, uh, play New Church, and uh, he has to play. Mm. But uh, is it a case for the Crows is put all the kids in? Like, play Thilthorpe, play New Church, play Borlace, play, mm-hmm. b- play them play all. Play Berry, Peddler, all of them. Yep. Get them all in, and because uh, are those players going to develop in a sample team which uh, you know, is coming up against, you know, late 20s, you know, mm. early 30s type <clears throat> football, a different type of you Relatively know, game. similar style of player, aren't they? Yeah, but uh, get them in the AFL system. They're going to play against... Probably players more their own age in the AFL than they are in the SANFL, mm. and let them thrive. You know, the 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 key to getting a you know a, a list in the window is to get um, as many um, players on your list of fifty games. So get them to fifty games, and and you'll they'll either sink or swim. And it's better off than playing forty games in the sample and trying to. Um, train against the players that uh, aren't performing in the AFL anyway. But they also need to earn it as well. Like uh, you're much got to chuck them in there. But then we've seen like Jones as well, and mm. then you've seen even Darcy Fogarty. Like he's had one good game in his career. That was that game against West Coast, mm. and since then it's been nothing. He's a big physical boy, but he can't do anything with it. That's like, the, he can't get the ball. That's the one best indicator as to how well your team's going is if you can dominate at a seconds level and you still can't get in the firsts. Yep. That's when you know you've got a good team. And that's what Port were doing last year. That's what other really good teams have had in the past, is is that. And whereas the Crows, unfortunately, are in the stage where they're just taking whatever they can get before they've done anything. And, and that's been a concern probably for the last two years. So, I mean, we all want them to do well, but right now it's just not it's going to be a long long slog well i think the crow sample team will prove how, how good uh, the the next generation are cuz I, I reckon that they'll they'll be in the finals if mm. if, if that nucleus of you know if new church plays sample yeah, ball, like, all, all yeah. of them they'll prove to nixie uh, that uh, they deserve uh, afl spots in in front of uh, established players the worst part about the weekend though was a message that you received jack <laughs> hudson yeah so just Waiting for the game to start and all this, and a uh, message pops up on my phone from uh, one D Fletcher next to me. <laughs> the message just pops up. It's like, I think we're in trouble today. It's like, <laughs> what do you mean we're in trouble today? It's like, what? I'm, I'm just, yeah, we're in trouble today. I'm just like, mate, there is fat chance that's happening. <laughs> I said this, we're going to win by 10 goals, and I never, ever say that. Why would you say that Port Adelaide are no chance? I just thought that the, all the players would just be thinking about round one, you know, tick this, get this game oh, out of the way, no, not going no. in 100%. Jesus. Only go, only we did knock this team off by 10 goals a week before, you know, you can only go in at like 60, 50%. And I thought oh. they might have got bitten on the backside, but uh, I was wrong. Give us a spell. You're just... But I'm a hater. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wheel that out a few times this season. Captain Cynical strikes yeah. again. That is just... I was, I was mortified. I'm like, what are you on about? What do you, what do you mean that we're going to get flogged? Or we're going to get no, done? I was just we're going to get lose. done. We're going to yeah, lose. Getting... It was like, no chance in hell. We're and... in a bit of trouble today. Yeah, we're in what bit... kind of and comment is that? I, th- I think I messaged... And you messaged me after about six goals up. It was like, oops. Whoops. <laughs> 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 Oh, and I thought the Crows were going to give just a little bit more than yeah. what I saw. <laughs> Gee, more than a little whimper. Yeah. All right, it's time to get out of this. It's time for Root of the Week. And unfortunately, because there's no Jace Kemp, there is no Root of the Week. However, <laughs> we've replaced it. Yes, 
Jace, if you're listening to this, and he, he, he doesn't, <laughs> he won't be. He, 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 he doesn't even listen back to the episodes that he's actually on. Um, <laughs> so, root of the week is uh, in the bin. Go it on. is in the bin in for the bin. ten episodes. Ten ep- yeah, <laughs> ten episode suspension. Uh, ten the, uh, episode suspension. <laughs> the uh, I was going to say uh, the the um, MRO. <laughs> uh, Michael Christian's been on the phone. Uh, the, no root of the week. Ten weeks gone. Yep. It was. Uh, it was high level. It was uh, it was high impact. You're out. Ten weeks. <laughs> Straight oh. to tug his heart. So, That's what it was. <laughs> high level, high impact. <laughs> broke his heart. <laughs> so what we've done instead is we've replaced it with the uh, the top ten moments of the press box, which is a great little uh, bit of reflection we're going to have Ooh, now. Dear. If we haven't done enough bloody reflecting on this show of uh, people <laughs> on this program, <laughs> but um, but this is this is a bit of fun because it's very very relevant. Our very first one goes back to episode seventy. Now we um, it, it's relevant because it was another episode where Jace Kemp um was uh, was talked about not being there the episode before. <laughs> he may or may not have missed the uh, week before. So an investigation began, and uh, this is where it all unfolded. It was episode seventy, the uh, unsolved mysteries. The world, uh, as we know, has uh, some well-known unsolved mysteries, like uh, who killed JFK? Does the Loch Ness monster exist? The Bermuda Triangle, MH370, and South Australia's own Marie Man. But now I can bring you a new mystery this week. There's a new mystery to hit, oh, hit the media landscape and for all our listeners out there. Sam and I want it solved right now, tonight, on this episode, The Disappearance of Jason Kemp. <laughs> For ep- episode 69. Okay. Now, it's not the first time Kempy has gone MIA for no apparent reason, which has been noticed in the past. Has it? Jace, mate, um, apparently you've got ahead of yourself. You've seen the bright lights in the media and you've forgotten where you've come from. You've left the boys, you've left Tuggers there with his own podcast and you just let him go because you thought you are better than everyone else. You're better than that, mate. You are better than that. You've got to be a team player sometimes. <laughs> But this time, there's some serious questions that have to be answered. So, an all good to go was sent in our group chat, yet, and everyone's reply was, yep, yep, all good, all good. And even Tugger sent us the Zoom link. Then, then, just before eight last week, the common message comes through that Jace, I'm having computer troubles, which I didn't bat an eyelid to because that's every week. (laughs) I need to restart my computer. I thought nothing of it until Jace's computer. Apparently, it didn't restart at all. It didn't restart. It went dark, and then it went dark on the group chat. <laughs> Whiz. I even asked if Jason had a better offer. No response. Oh, no. Now, even Grant Stevens, our police chief this week, opened the borders to New South Wales to try and help solve this mystery. <laughs> so what is the actual truth here? I want to know, because this is a farce. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. I know you, you've taken some time to write that down. And, and Sam, I'm flat <gasps> with you, because you said oh, you had nothing to do with this mate. before. He, he said, I asked you, so what's Dale's five minutes off the top? He said, I don't know. I don't know. He's, 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 he's got something. I have another I'm another oh. that you're rolling the grabs. He's he's reading off a screen. <laughs> come on. <laughs> that's, a, that's a ripping throwback. Gee, it's just throwbacks of me talking. <laughs> nice, to, nice to know that my uh, plums might have dropped. Out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'd just like to point out uh, Dan Gorringe can calling it Sam Tugwell's podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's because oh, Tug has paid him. To I say paid him. <laughs> I paid him. I didn't pay him for that comment. I paid him to actually give Jason dig. 
<laughs> which is probably one of the great highlights as well. It's probably well merged in actually. But <laughs> that, that that that's a that's a great start. That's oh, a good montage. That's, that's good. There's some absolute rippers. Uh, there's going to be some more fun stuff. There's going to be some more uh, serious stuff too that we've done uh, in our time. But very proud of our hundred episodes, which are almost through. But uh, it's now time to get onto another segment, which um which we thought we'd retired for a little bit of time, but it's actually making a comeback. It's uh, Hutto's Shit Takes. Right, I think uh, Hutto's Shit Takes is going to be like the new John Farnham, just uh, <laughs> every retirement and they just come back a week later. It's a bit like Jace Kemp's DJ career as well. Oh! <laughs> Rate that. <laughs> you, you, you have to have tomorrow off now, Hutto. <laughs> I do, though. Uh, <laughs> so, first shit take. Um, probably a bit of a mellow one. The best Austin Powers film is Goldmember. It's the third one. Oh dear! Can can, can well, I be can I be truthful? Yeah, I haven't watched any of them. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the little mini me sort of references. I know them, but that's oh, about it. I've right, got nothing. Right, boys, they're both on Netflix. <laughs> sort your lives out in the next week and come back to me. Oh, you have to replace. That's a, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is so disappointing. That's I half a... just sat back thinking maybe Dale can give us something. <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, Beyonce's in one of them, isn't she? Is Beyonce in one? Yeah, of them? in the third one. In the third one. Yeah, Goldman. Oh, that's the best. Why one. do you like that one? No, so that's much? clearly the best one Be- then. Because I've watched them all over the past couple of weeks, and that one was the one that generally made me laugh out loud again because right. it was just so stupid. We can put that on our socials. There you go. There's the poll for the week. Yeah, best awesome powers film. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Number three or others. <laughs> or oh, haven't watched them. Jeez. Oh. Right, next Yeah, one. good start. Yep, yeah, we're all done. <laughs> all right, cordial flavours. Cordial. Lime, El Numero Uno. Ooh. Bottom, lemon. Lemon sucks. Oh. Lemon's horrible. Lime first. Yes. Lemon last. Yes. This is like the favourites box one last week. So many variables. Yeah, there's a uh, fruit cup ranks around the top. That, that's good. Fruit cup's good. Fruit no, cup's I good. think lime is great. Yeah. Not a shit take. Uh, I don't drink cordial either. Oh, um, what? <laughs> you're you're going to get a participation man. medal at the end of this. <laughs> Surely as a kid you drank cordial. Uh, not really. No, not a Cotty's kid? You just grew no. up in Farmer's Union. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I grew up with Tab. Oh, jeez. It's even better. <laughs> tab at the Tab as a young kid. Tab at the Tab. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, probably Lime. Lime's pretty much the only one I remember. So, it has to be first. Good. Not a shit take. Okay. Well, yeah. We're off to a peaceful start. Yeah. Yeah. Very peaceful. Right. Donuts. But you got donuts. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Right, oh, smartass. All right. In terms of, there's a power ranking. There's three. Oh. There's only three donuts. No, there's three. more than three donuts. There's more than three donuts. There's but three in terms kinds of, of this, donuts. there's three specific. Traditional. Sprinkled. Mm. Chocolate. Mm. Cinnamon. Yes. Ooh. Cinnamon's number one, followed by sprinkled, followed by chocolate. Oh, that is tough to split because they're all so good. Mm. I'm a sprinkle guy. I like sprinkled donuts. That's don't know what it is. It's a little bit of crunch with a bit of soft donut. I don't know why I like it so much. Yeah, I don't mind that. You eat your sprinkled donuts when all the chocolate ones have disappeared. <laughs> so you chocolate man. Chocolate nut first. Wrong. Chocolate second. Oh, chocolate third, and then. Probably look for a finger bun if uh, if <laughs> no, it's a shit take for mine because I'm a I'm a sprinkle guy into chocolate and then cinnamon. Even though it's not crap, it is bottom of the three. It's not cinnamon, bottom. Yep. Well, I've actually got a donut yep. that's better than all three of them. 
wheel it out. Jam. Jam donut. Jam, jam ball donut. Yeah, yeah jam, jam ball donut. Yeah, we can usually agree on jam. How about how about the donut balls? Like the, they're made to be the center of the donut that's taken out. They sell it like that. The donut balls. How good are they? I got a funny story about that. Go Miss, on. Mrs. Hutto believed they were the middle of the donut. Oh, get out! Oh, <laughs> oh, Mrs. No. Hutto, no, come on! Oh. Hang on! Hang on! <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, look, she's not gonna be happy with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, as well, keeping on the sort of um, that trajectory, hot yeah. cross buns. Oh, yes. Fruit, oh, oh. Fruitless number one. Fruitless is the best one. Fruit hot cross buns are a farce. Hands up. I agree. Yes. Fruit are the best. The no. Fruit... No. No. Sultanas are okay, but if you can afford to get rid of them, bugger them off. Yeah, what? what? And dead set, the icing stuff in the middle is the most fraudulent crap. Because <laughs> you're just like, you're just like, as a kid, you're looking at it, it's like, that's going to that's gonna taste real good. And it's just like, what Nothing. is that? Yeah. It's, I'm a traditionalist. Yeah. There should only be fruit hot cross buns and all the other variables... Should ship off. How about the chocolate chip cross buns? They're all right. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're good. That's yeah. just, just this chocolate chip. It's great. There is nothing. It's like they Subway. They need to make a sprinkled hot I cross I say bun. this. I have this argument every year. I actually was having this argument today. <laughs> they were like, getting passionate. why yeah. is the hot cross buns? Why do we wheel them out in January, February? You know, It's have not Easter yet. Well, why don't we have them all year? Yeah. Why don't you just take the cross off them? Yeah, you can have them all year then. So and, then, and, then and then at Easter time buns. they have the cross. But it's not the same. Hot striped buns or something. No, just... just they have Ooh, different patterns on Hot prison bar buns. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's a marketing idea. Ooh. Prison bar buns. Oh, prison bar oh, buns. Oh, God, if someone can Photoshop that and put it up. <laughs> there's another that. press box idea that's going to get stolen. <laughs> oh. It's like hot cross buns are weird. They're like, they're like subway, subway bread. You can't actually replicate it. Like hot cross, I've never seen a, like a loaf of hot cross bun like bread. Like yes, well, you do, can. How I've never seen it. It's only it. ever hot cross bun. Yeah, singular bun. Not yeah. hot cross loaf. Yeah, you can't you have can it any other way. Hot cross loaf. Where can you get hot Where? cross loaf? Pretty sure you can get it at Baker's Delight. Oh, pretty sure. Oh, I've it, never it, seen it. Very convinced. If someone can tell me where to get one, I would. I would love sliced like hot cross bun loaf. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you two are gonna laugh at this. This is why I'm very old. This is why I'm very old. I have Not just because how many turns you've done around the sun. (laughs) I have have got a likening now, Raisin Toast. I love Raisin Toast. Yeah, it's not bad. That is the closest thing you'll get to it. Yes. That's, that's, when I was growing up, if if you had Raisin Toast, you were old. And when I I started to learn to like the uh, flavour and the, just the, oh. No, raisin toast is great. Yeah, yeah, no, I had it as a oh, kid, good. admittedly. Good, gra- I feel 25. That's admittedly, <laughs> at my grandparents' joint is when I had it. <laughs> Never at home. And also finger buns as the same category as hot cross buns. Sultanless. Oh, Easily. Yeah, no, I agree. No, no, no. I agree. No. I just don't think they belong in a bun. Yeah, Sultanas so belong anywhere. Clearly, clearly Hutto doesn't like mince pies. They're horrible. <laughs> no, okay. No, if we're going to talk about Christmas desserts, mince pies in March. In, yeah. in March. Oh, you're talking about your hot cross buns all years round. Uh, no, I'm just saying take the cross off. Just, just okay. you can still have the bun. Okay. Just to, and they have the crosses at in at Easter time. Okay, if people Show have mince respect. pies at any other time of the year. They're psychotic. At Christmas time, they're still psychotic. Oh just with a bit God. more jolly. And Christmas pudding, fast. <laughs> 
That is disgraceful. Get out. Christmas, oh. Get out. What is Christmas pudding? It just tastes like dirt. Time for fast or fast. Can we get an ironing board out there on the sideline? Absolutely farcical. It's farcical. 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 It's a farce. It ends farcically. The rook rules are a farce. Farce, farce, farce. What a farce. Absolute farce, that was. That sounds farcical. That was farcical. It's a bit of a farce. It's a disgrace. You guys are at... I've got to split you up. I'm going to break you two up. I'd uh, like to proudly announce that uh, this uh, week's uh, parcel farce is uh, brought to you by Balfour's Mince Pies. Uh, the best, <laughs> the best uh, pie you can get uh, on, on the supermarket shelf. But uh, the first one, the first one, if we haven't giggled enough, I'm uh, scrolling through Twitter, <laughs> probably looking for another Hutto shit take. To be <laughs> but I found uh, this footage. Confidence that the selectors aren't there. Oh, well, how about that? A catch to dismiss Patterson. The man in question takes the catch and brings about the first wicket on debut, his first shield wicket for Joe Majuyuan. And just look at the smiles of that group. Just let that soak in for a minute, the young lad. Do you want it? I mean, we want to be... So, the... West End Redbacks, who uh, are a farce and lost lost today again uh, to New South Wales, uh, tweeted that out. But uh, you'll recognise that commentator is uh, Sam Tugwell, who retweeted his own gear. Oh, oh. Now, come on. So how about retweeting your own stuff, pass or farce? I'm a big advocate of me time, so it's a pass. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say, like... Because Fox Cricket, isn't it? Uh, that one wasn't, no. no it was well, in Cricket Network. But... Cr- cricket Network. Well, no. Tugwell Network. Oh, <laughs> 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 had enough of dealing with you two. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is not a farce because this is a farce. It was, I, I didn't retweet. The, I actually had you a paragraph retweeted. to go with it because it was a maiden wicket for the guy in Shield Creek. That's a great achievement. If it was anyone else's call, I would have retweeted the same thing. It's just a video of the first wicket. Uh-huh. Just because I was there in the seat as it happened doesn't so mean it was Paul about me. So if Paul Bonza was commentating, you would have retweeted it. Of course it. I would have. If it was Dale Fletcher's shit razzle-dazzle call, I would have put that up too. <laughs> oh, oh, he's, he's oh, come back at you. Hang on. Was it a retweet or a quote tweet? It was a quote tweet. Okay, that's acceptable. Yeah. You can live with that. Hang on, what did you say? How oh, great re- is this commentary? No. I didn't cut the video up myself. and put. It was Cricket Network had put it up, or Redbacks had put it up, and I just quote tweeted it. He's all, me, retweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, I better do a quote retweet so I don't oh, look like a blog. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me on the me network. Oh, <laughs> but uh, I must say, uh, it's a pass purely because I'll probably re- retweet some stuff today. <laughs> From the Fletch tapes. <laughs> no, so it has to be a pass. Oh, he had to play it safe. I thought we were in for two full big farces there, so I'm no. happy with that. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't do it because I literally retweeted my Port Adelaide preview earlier today. <laughs> How but, else but, you but, but that's a business decision. That's right. If you're going to do that's a business. That's, right. that's not being a flog decision. That's a business decision. Commentary is also a business. <laughs> Come on. Jeez, what's my career worth? <laughs> that's not Come being on. a flog decision. <laughs> Oh, oh Dale good. Fletcher, you pump out your own bloody back pages everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is real glass houses. Oh, stuff. he's got you good there. This is horrible. Ooh. I think we're time to move on. 
All right, uh, we'll move on to uh, the uh, NBA All-Fast game. I mean, All-Star game um, that happened uh, in Atlanta. The uniforms pass or fast. Look, just like you guys haven't seen Austin Powers, I haven't seen the uniforms, so I'm just going to get fast. <laughs> oh, no, I liked him. I'm a big fan. If you saw him, you'd probably like him. They were yellow and uh, like a, a, a royal blue. And usually it's blue and red, like Western Eastern Conference. Some years recently they've done black and white with like team logos on them to change them up a bit. I've, I haven't minded them either. But this year they went different. They went yellow and blue. It had mm. a big stripe across the front and said all-star on it and the numbers. And I thought they were slick. I have, in fact, ordered one already. Uh, I think I've got a Chris Paul one. So very happy uh, with my purchase. I, I like them. I've just looked Pass. at them. Mm. Fast. Wow. They are horrible. <laughs> really? What's this weird... What one did you order? The yellow one. Oh. Chris Paul. Yeah, I, I like... I've got a blue one from last year, hence why I got a different colour. Mm, yeah, Seriously, it, it's... Clip art could do better than that. It was wow. It's a massive farce. And, but, jeez, and the, the, the goat, Michael Jordan. There's Jordan brand, too. Yeah. Come on. Come on, MJ. Oh, come on, mate. All I know is I can piss on a singlet and sell it to Tuggers and make some money. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it'd be yellow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Gee whiz. Because that's what that looks like. That is grim. Not happy with them. All right. No. All right. There you go. Wow. There we go. Don't wear that out in public, Sam. <laughs> I, won't, I won't be now. <laughs> Didn't realize there was so much hate. <laughs> and don't, and don't, uh, don't do the Cornsy rule either. Wear a T-shirt underneath. Oh, we do Oh no no no! Never do that. He oh, has no, he has grilled me on three occasions <laughs> you, for that. You can't do that. Yeah. No, he's actually told me he's like Jack Cahill would send you home from training if he did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, done that a few oh, times. Oh, that's reserved for the twelve-year-olds. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. Radio. Speak. Sticking on the All-Star Game theme. Uh, Ben Simmons didn't get to wear these uh, farcical uniforms. He m- might have seen uh, um, how bad they were and went, oh, I'm out. Um, <laughs> but no, he missed the game due to COVID protocols because he went and got his hair cut. So Ben Simmons missing, and Joel Embiid, by the way, missing the All-Star game because they went to a barber who was in a COVID hotspot. Oh, no. Oh, dear. That's smart. Pass or farce? Uh, well, that's a farce. <laughs> that's quite, uh, that's uh, quite clearly a farce. Um, a Newcastle United player did it as well <laughs> in the UK. Oh. And oh. he's been playing like proper crap too. So it's like Newcastle fans have just gone nuts because they're already nuts. So they went even more nuts. It's a personal barber. Like, how much does he pay for a haircut if he has to have his own personal barber? Like, he, has to, he probably has him on a salary or something. Like, it's his own bloke. That's I find that that's farce, big farce, huge farce. Just just like just wait wait it out, mm. Ben. After the All Star, do it like Bernie Tom Tomich's girlfriend. Just just two weeks of no hairdresser. <laughs> wait it out, playing the All Star game. That's no, All Star weekend, mate. You got to look your sharpest if you're an NBA yeah. man. We've been beating his drum about he should be an All Star, should be an All for years. Obviously, this is his third one. But he's finally got there. Goes, oh, ben, nah. Sim- ben Simmons is a fast full stop. <laughs> Seriously. We'll never play for the boomers, Ben Simmons. Now, the next one. This is something dear. Something dear to Hutto's heart. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 is there a drum roll? 
Carl Amon, Port Adelaide wingman turned centreman, will be an All-Australian in 2021. Pass or fast. Look, right. This is all Australian forty, is what I'm pitching for. No, no. Okay, okay, I'll go and fall on the squad. He looks amazing. Left foot of dreams. He's gonna make it. Pass. Oh wow. He's a good player. Like he's a good player. Love him on the ball at the moment. He's getting a lot of it. Um, he fast, but I think he get pretty close. He's gonna have a good year. Ooh. Fast. Big fast. All right. I tell you what, if Carl Amon is an All Australian, uh, Port Adelaide are winning the flag. Yes, that's that's the sort of angle that's, I'm going. That's, that's, I mean, that's the point, isn't it? Like you want him to have that good a year. They win the flag to the point where he's the best centre that you know that Port Adelaide's got, and hopefully the league has. The league's got not that's, the that's, league. That's, that's, the issue, that's, that's a weird sentence. <laughs> but that, that, that's the issue, though. You got to get past people like Martin. You got to be past Dangerfield and all yeah. those guys who. Yep. Keep get going. squeezed into the you know, the forward pocket because there's too many of them anyway, <laughs> which is also fast. Mm-hmm. Okay, fast. What, what's the bet, Fletch, if he makes it? What will you oh. do? Here we go. Because I'm not having repercussions because that very unlikely. <laughs> I'll get number 15 on the back of my prison bars. Oh, oh done. Nice. Oh. Then I'll just say it's Byron Pickett's jumper. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right, number 15 on the back of my prison bars. If Carl Amon gets all Australian, yeah, I will know. I won't say that phrase ever again. <laughs> now, the last one, it's, we'll, we'll go full circle here on this episode. Uh, so uh, we started off uh, with uh, pointing out that uh, DJ Pass Kemp isn't here. So he has no, no, no reply to this at all. So uh, I was flicking through uh, the advertiser uh, this morning. And uh, page five. Page five. That's a good page. Or seven or five. A very pointy end right-hand page. The, the, when, when you're in a news conference, in yeah. a newspaper, it's, you know, front page photo, then it's three, five, seven. Yeah. Right-hand pages are just the Everything. Oh, pole position. On a right-hand page, I saw DJ Kemp. DJ Kemp. In the newspaper. <laughs> oh, jeez. You made the paper. So, <laughs> getting your photo in the paper, pass or fast? That's a fast. <laughs> so, that's why he's not here tonight. He's got the paparazzi at the front of his house. He can't leave. Yeah, that's a fast. Oh, Disgrace. This is so good. Jace Kemp, DJ Kemp has made the paper page five. Prime real estate. I think it's five. It's real. It's real. I don't care. It's prime real. (laughs) Pass. Our very own DJ Kemp is in the paper DJing. And the photo I've just seen is of him in his suit with his headphones on. And he's got two peace fingers up Mm. right up to the camera like he knew it was there. And he was well aware he was going to be uh, in the paper or something the next day. Oh, the, and and I hope the people at the Tizer knew who he was. That he's a, he's a recognised personality. I wouldn't, in have, I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. It clearly uh, the question clearly didn't come across my desk because that just would have went straight into the bin. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, fast, <laughs> fast, fast, uh, clearly fast. I, I, ha- I have a conspiracy it, about this. Fast, <laughs> no, because well, a few weeks ago, you, we, 
we threw him under the bus uh, when he was out partying and didn't want any photos of him because he's yeah because uh, he's a big deal. Uh, yeah, he's a big <laughs> deal. <laughs> well, sorry, it's uh, it's in colour now. I was going to say black and white, but it's oh. clearly in colour. Fast. I've got a conspiracy that was actually taken earlier today. Because someone asked him the question, how many blokes should be on the press box tonight? So he held up two <laughs> fingers. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Chase Kemp. And I thought, I thought this week's episode, I was going to cop it all. <laughs> I reckon I've come off lightly. It's a bad week for him to miss. <laughs> he's just caught the full freight That's train. Bad timing. He's, he, he, he's been j- just as many tie marks as me, uh, Kempi, <laughs> this week, and uh, and your segment got suspended. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness me! Well, pass or fast has been absolute fire. Can we dominate a multi this week? We're still at uh, have any success in 2021. We're in March. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who wants to do it, Hutto? Uh, uh, no, just, to, just to throw, <laughs> no, I'll throw Kempi under the bus uh, again. His box trifecta for the Adelaide Cup. Yeah, old old DJ Kemp's uh, no n- good. N- zero. Yeah, uh, and uh, gee whiz, could not get any further from the trifecta. I don't reckon, if even if you tried. So. Uh, no money in the kitty, but uh, we'll try. We'll, tr- we'll try, try and win something. Come on, come on! You, I don't know. Do, 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 do it live. Do, do, just do it straight off the bat. Look, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just, switch the podcast off now. It's been great to have you. <laughs> That's a preemptive one, but we got two. We got okay. two. Oh, two. We got two. Two. Okay. I'll hang we around. We're going to lose this. twice this week. I'll hang around for this. You got to. You got to. We got to suck twice, right? First one. <laughs> it's a nine legger. Nine legger. Nine legger. Did you oh, just put that together God right then? Sake. I did. Okay. The, the, this is this is real heart or head. Uh, dumb. That's just full <laughs> throttle. There's no head used. There's no heart oh used. It's just pure stupidity. Um. <laughs> so, first one. Melbourne United to beat the Phoenix. Yep. Oh, what the given. All right. Good. We're off to a good start. Mavericks to beat the Spurs. Oh, oh, not the NBA I've gone anymore. back. I've gone back. I'm a sucker <laughs> for punishment. Your, your first NBA multi-leg last time was ousted. Yes. You killed the whole thing. But the good thing is, this isn't the first leg. So, <laughs> so yeah, Mavericks to beat Spurs at Mavericks. Um, the Storm to beat the Rabbitohs. Oh dear, not my bunnies. My bunnies will win. Well, knowing what how much your sports predictions are going well at the moment, um, <laughs> I'll back the Storm in. Um, Knights to beat the Dogs. Are the Storm in some horrible form? That's round one, mate. No, no, it's... as in I thought they did a horrible they run sm- or something. They smashed the Knights in the preseason. Oh, oh okay, I'm not clear. Wrong code. Must be You're thinking r- of yeah. Melbourne Victory. Yeah, Melbourne Victory. Oh, Vi- I am too. Yes, Mel- I am. Melbourne yeah, 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 yeah. This is a sports yeah, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> close I don't know league. between <laughs> soccer and rugby league. <laughs> at least you're in the right state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so the Knights will be the Bulldogs in the NRL. Richmond Ooh. to beat the Suns in the AFLW. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Suns. Belted on the weekend by the Crows. <laughs> yep. North Melbourne to beat the Dogs in the AFLW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roos- mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Roosters to beat the Sea Eagles in the NRL. Well, mm-hmm. I'm just taking your trust here. Crom to beat the D's in the AFLW. Hey, that'll be tight. And Fre- no, that'll be five goals. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. And Fremantle to beat Carlton in the AFLW. That is it. 
That's it. That's 153 oh, returns. Far Yeah, understandably. <laughs> and the first leg is a Melbourne United against South East Melbourne Phoenix, who will wheel out Ryan Brockoff. Yeah, that's exciting. That is good news. Yes. Right. Tonight. The second right. multi. Second is, multi might have some more luck. Is pure <laughs> NRL. Oh, why NRL? <laughs> why not? Because okay. there's, no AFL, there's no AFL there's this season. One. Does anyone on this podcast listen to the Me. NRL? They don't come to this podcast for NRL. Well, they do now. <laughs> Once I win money on the NRL, they will come to me. I've, bro. I've been in charge of a town that's won a premiership. Mighty Cowboys. You've been in charge oh, of a town? Boy. Yeah. All right. All right. Townsville Bulletin. The Townsville. Right. Right. Will... I'll rattle this off quick. Wrote books state. and everything. Stor- <laughs> come on. Storm, Knights, Eels, Titans, Roosters, Panthers, Raiders, Sharks. One of them's wrong because you didn't say Cowboys. Well, that's because they're going to lose. All right. No, lose no, no, no. Um, so that's a one twenty-five return. <laughs> no, that's like off five bucks for the card. Oh, them five bucks. Yeah, five bucks at one twenty-five. No, five bucks no, at twenty-five bucks. Oh. So, yeah, and the other one was at thirty bucks. So oh, oh, oh right. It so wasn't like hundred. It's got to be to so and so to one. Yeah. Mm, All right. So. so it's thirty to one and twenty-five to one. Yeah, that's yeah. what we want. There's there's the proper odds. Can you can you multi a multi? Can you multi into a multi? I can't do that because no. we've got some of the same teams in the same multi. If the Storm lose, we're both screwed. Oh, I think we're screwed anyway. Boys, thanks very much once again for another Ripper show. What's, uh, what's next week on the Fletch tapes? Are next you, week. Can you give me something? Um, oh. Oh, what, uh, I don't want to tease yet, I don't oh, think. No, geez. I don't think we do. We'll hold off. Ooh. We'll wait. Maybe we'll, we'll put the teasers out on Twitter. That's probably the best way to decide. That's how I'll find out. It's going to be full, full throttle uh, straight through me or just reversed over as well. Uh, of course. Uh, the Inner Sanctum, go there for all your Australian sports coverage done better. Is the new ball game in Australian sports journalism? The Inner Sanctum.com.au. It is, of course, Jack Hudson's baby. Well done to you, Jack. Thanks, boys. Uh, I'll probably see you next week. Yeah, very likely. <laughs> and uh, Dale will definitely be here. Yes, I'll be here. And uh, but just to mention that Inner Sanctum was set on Sports Talk uh, 20 oh, years ago. For God's oh, sakes. Uh, thanks for joining us yet again. It's all thanks to... The Inner Sanctum of Sport. And uh, we'll be back then. <laughs> when we bring episode 91 with plenty more laughs and sport. Thanks for joining us.